podcast called Rom-Com Pods. Each season is a new rom-com told in six episodes. The first season just landed, so grab your Vespa because we're going to Italy with Claire on her honeymoon for one. The story is about broken hearts and plans, upending your life as you know it, and opening yourself up to a wild and unexpected new chapter. To subscribe, search Rom-Com Pods, all one word, wherever you listen. Here's a preview to give you a sneak peek. What would you do if you were about to marry your college sweetheart? Uh, Claire, we can't afford this place? Babe, this is my dream house. We're finally getting married. And three days before your wedding. All ready for Saturday? I had no idea how much work planning a wedding would be. Claire, start getting excited for your amazing Italian honeymoon. You caught him singing sensual karaoke. I'll make love to you. And making out with Melissa from sales. What in the actual hell? Well, shit. Guess you're gonna need a plan B. Now I'm single, 28, in a job I hate, and flat broke because my wedding and honeymoon are non-refundable. So now what? You're gonna go to Italy is what you're gonna do. Go have your eat, pray, love moment. Introducing Rom-Com Pods, a new scripted podcast premiering June 1st. See you soon. Looking for your next kidnapping romance? Alexa Riley has a brand new release out today called Stolen to Remember. Is it really kidnapping when she was already his to begin with? Cade Warsaw will do anything to make her remember, including taking her to a deserted island until she falls in love with him. In his line of work, sometimes you have to use force. Colin Stramble wakes up in a strange place with a man she doesn't know. He claims she belongs to him, but how can that be possible? Wouldn't she remember falling in love with someone so different to her? Someone dark and mysterious with a past he won't talk about. Warning, this kidnapping romance will give you all the swoon-worthy feels. Find out what happens on an island made to keep secrets. Grab Stolen to Remember by Alexa Riley now. It's live on Apple, Barnes & Noble, Edenbooks.org, and download it to your Kindle at AlexaRiley.com. I'll see you guys in just a second with the Lady DJs and the final installment of Nikki Sloan, It Takes Two. Hey, lady listeners. Hey, lady DJs. Hey. Welcome to the show. School is officially done for us now. Like, officially. Today is the official last day, and those teachers went until the damn last day, okay? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I wouldn't want their jobs right now, so I'm not going to bitch about it. But it just, I'm so happy it's over. They actually had their last conference call yesterday, and then they, they said today was a half day, so they wouldn't assign any. We have till the, the middle of next week. Yeah, there's like, today is a, is field day. <laughs> and, well, like, the, and so I was like, how are they going to do this? Like, can and we then not it just out, give up yet? <laughs> can we please stop? It's like, it's basically just like, 
here's a list of activities to do in your backyard. Send us pictures and we'll post them as the day no. goes on. Oh my and God. I was like, I'm not doing no. that. <laughs> You're like, guess like, who's going to find out about this? Nobody. <laughs> not in my house. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the effort that they've put into everything so far. Mm-hmm. And her, especially her teacher has been like the coolest in the world. Like I really, really like him. Mm-hmm. But no. And yesterday we had our first play date without masks on because I can't do <sighs> Good it Good for you. Good for you. How did how did baby girl do? Well, the thing is, like, we've been, we've kind of been walking up to her friend mm-hmm. up the street here mm-hmm. and doing play dates, like, socially distanced play dates with masks. But she would come home and it would be like she hadn't even seen her friend. She didn't. And I realized, like, the importance of seeing a face that it had for yeah. her. Like, she. Yeah. So yesterday we went up and I was like, it was, it was like 90 degrees and I was like, take off the oh mask, just go play. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, this, this is someone who's been isolated for three months. Yeah. We've been isolated for three months. There's no way either of us. Well, and thing. the thing is, is you got the smallest chance between the, the two kids and you're both your families. You have the smallest chance to spread this between you two, that the smallest chance that you've gotten this and that you'll spread it. And, and the, in the event that you do get it, that you give it to some, yeah, it's It's just just you guys guys. are not going to give it to someone else who might be compromised. You know, you guys are in a position where it should be okay for you to do something like this safely. Yes. That's how I felt about it. And so, and then like we came home from that play date, like with the masks Mm -hmm. off and she actually felt like she was back to her normal self. Like she could see the difference. Like she, she's like, that was really like, that was like a real play date. I mean, this is after a week of like going and doing the social distance uh-huh. thing it just doesn't have the same I don't know and I was starting to get worried about her like mental health yeah. so yeah. I, I just made the decision that I think it's I mean we're like I think we're like day three of zero deaths in New York City at this point so yeah I think it's really encouraging yeah okay well let's not talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> let's um, really do it up <laughs> it's Nikki Sloan week here on Ruby Romance we had the second half of It Takes Two in just a little while Um, Julie, you want me to read this email from a lady listener? Yeah. That's a good kickoff. For sure. Hello, lady DJs. I just wanted to drop you a message and say that your podcasts have improved my sex sex life with my husband by upping it to a whole new level. Hell yeah. We play a few episodes each night, but I wanted to say that listening to Picture Perfect by Evangelina (laughs) tonight. That's a good one. (laughs) Sent me over the edge. I couldn't even wait for the book to end before I asked my husband to jump me. I was so turned on and he said he hadn't seen me that wet since I took his virginity six years ago. I want that email. Wow. I know. Can you, I'm sorry. Can you you go back a couple steps? Please please send us that email. We'll keep it anonymous once again. We won't say any names, but we want that dirt. Spill the tea. Mm -hmm. The sex was explosive and after enjoying my time during a 69, we had to change the sheets and flip the mattress. Wow! That is done right. That's when it's done right. God, I can't wait for them to get to look. Oh my god. Send us that email too. Make it fast forward. Make it a two-part email. Whoa. Send us the virginity story and, and then, then your... when you get to look but don't touch. Look but don't touch. I just wanted to tell you that uh, you are providing a service to my sex life <laughs> that I never knew how much I needed. And now I don't know what we would do without it. Please never stop. I need you in my life. Thank you so much for all your time spent doing the podcast from your very spent fan and her elated husband in the UK. Oh, <laughs> yes. That's amazing. That's so good. I love that. 
I love flip this kind the mattress. of. If you I've feel... never had to flip the mattress over. You're not doing it right. Really? Yes. The kids have made me flip the mattress. <laughs> Your <over>. kid? <laughs> Wait, say it again. So my kids have made me flip the mattress over. They peed in the bed. <laughs> Pee or spilled something, yeah. anything. God damn it. I don't even know if my mattress is like useful on the other side. I don't know. <laughs> we had to. We've had to flip it, but we've also broken the bed while having sex. And we finished. I've like, we still one. finished with, like, the mattress like this. Because, like, one <laughs> of the legs just went off. <laughs> we were just like, it's broken now. Might it's as well broken. finish what we started. Okay, so I, what did you guys read this week? I read a book. So tell me. Mel, you said you read something, right? Yeah, I've, I've probably talked about uh, Lori Roma before. Wait, say- I have a book of hers I read, like, Lori Roma. Like, L-A-U-R-I? I think so. Oh, okay. She doesn't have a ton of books. Probably, like, ten, I think, if I had to guess. She has a bunch of sci-fi books, but I haven't really delved into those. I read her contemporary stuff. But I talk about her book. Under Pressure, I read, like, probably once or twice a year. It's, like, Ooh, one of my favorite books. It's just, like, my feel-good book. Um, It's the book where somebody's after her, but she meets this guy, and he turns up. He has sex with her one night, and then she takes off. And then he like tracks her down and he's pissed. And then he's just like on top of her. <laughs> like he won't leave. When he first has sex with her, he's like, he's like, this is quick. We're just having sex. And then she like dives out on him. He's like, what the fuck? I changed my mind. <laughs> but then yeah, he's, like, he's mad. Like he starts yelling and going off when he finally gets her. And then she starts to like look like she's going to cry. And then he turns like something off. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> That's like the best analogy for a man when they're like, they're like puppies where they're just super aggressive and they don't know how to be gentle. And they're just like, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I like that. But I think I like it so much because then the suspense comes from the outside. And during 80% of the book, you have them together. And I like to be with a relationship where the relationship is good. And the suspense comes from outside. So you get to be in their love story and they're not fighting and stuff along the way. So... But she had a new book out I hadn't realized and called Lucky. And it's kind of, if you're looking for something that's lighthearted and really sweet, this would be it. Like the hero, I think she's setting up a huge world or something because you introduce all these brothers and all this stuff like that. It's called, the town is called Ever After. So it's as sweet as the town name. But what I'm liking about it is, or making me excited about the series is all the brothers and all the friends are just good people I like that like nobody's like the typical like oh he's a man whore or this all the brothers are just good guys they're all friends they help each other out they all work does it remind you of like does it remind you of Bill Andre the Sullivan series does it remind you of that at all that was like a contemporary uh, like that where I was like, oh, they're just really nice and they're all good. And I love that. <laughs> like, it was just, it was so nice. It was refreshing to read something that like no angst, no drama. Like it was just, it was just super sweet and lovey. I like that. Yeah. So it's not like super <clears throat> expensive, but it was just nice to lay down and not have to be like emotionally yeah, messed yeah. with or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just happy yeah. and felt good. But that is on Kindle Unlimited. And then I had mentioned, I seen the other day, I was like, oh my God, I haven't talked about Ellie Acard, Acard or something like that in forever. And she hasn't had a book out in forever, but she wrote Heavy Issues. Remember that book? Oh yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. She has this whole series called More Than Means the Ink and Heavy Issues. I loved these books like five years ago. 
but I stumbled across that they're all on Kindle Unlimited. Oh, shit. So I wanted to let everybody know. Tell me about Heavy Issues, because that was the one that heavy you could issues not is about stop talking the same about. Kind of, this guy in this show, he's like, owns a ta- uh, he owns a construction company, and he doesn't like, all the girls in town want him, and it drives him insane, because he doesn't like girls. He thinks it's annoying, but he has a crush on the new girl in town, and he offers her a deal. He's like, can we have fake dates and we just fuck each other? No commitment or whatever. And she's like, yeah, okay. And then he starts to fall. He says, we're just fucking each other. But she's got insecurities. She used to be a really big girl. And she's got insecurities. And he's like into fucking her and seeing her and touch. And she's kind of like cringing up sometimes. But he'll like fuck her in the mirror and make her look at herself. <laughs> and touch her. She'll be like, no, I got stretch marks. And then I think one party said to her, these, oh, because he talks about his scars. He was in the army. He was like, this is just a war you had against yourself. It's just a scar. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> but, but the whole, the, the best part about the book is he's turned into this grumpy guy because he, does, he he's falling in love with her and he doesn't realize it. And then she's like, I don't think we should do this anymore. I'm falling for you. And he's like, I said no commitment. She's like, no, I'm gonna we're going to have sex. We're just not going to, like, date and hang out. And he's like, fine. And then he's like stomping around and mad that she won't have dinner with him. He's like, you're not sleeping over? She's like, no. She's like, this is what you want. He's like, whatever. (laughs) Adorable. I love grumpy heroes. But that's a little town too. And there's a bunch of other people. And all of the books are really sweet Mm -hmm. and lighthearted. I like that. But I just want to give everybody a heads up because I'd forgotten about them and I seen they were in Kindle Unlimited. How do you spell Allie out? It's, it's something weird. It's like A A Y E C A R T or something. It should be up at my Kindle. I just reread the book. Maybe it's an E. Oh yeah, A Y C A R T. Okay. Yeah. So heavy issues by Ellie Acard. Acard or Acard. I'm not sure how you say it. I wanted to say that uh, I got, I downloaded The Dark and Stormy Night on audio. And that's the newest book in the, what is it that uh, Kerrigan Byrne has? The Highlanders, the Highwayman series. What is that? Victorian Rebels. Yes. Tessa coming in clutch. So it's the newest (laughs) book in the Victorian Rebel series, A Dark and Stormy Night. It came out in ebook first, but um, I I got an email from Audible that's like, Hey, bitch, you want this. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're right. You're fucking right. The cover is like very. It's different than the ebook. It's a twist from the. Oh, is it? I don't know. I saw the. Yeah. It just like, seems like it's like a definite, like, edgier cover than the earlier. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It's like less historical, more like, look at this mm-hmm. ripped ass hero. And, yeah. But yeah. there, I think the. It, well, the audiobook uh, cover looked a lot different than the ebook. I don't know why that was that way, but I think maybe they're a different color or something. It's the same photo i think maybe it's a different color i could be totally wrong but the audio is only seven dollars if you have the ebook and i bought the ebook and the whisper sync uh audio book was only seven bucks so that was really cool too so i have that downloaded and then i still have um i still have the nikki sloan series that i'm gonna read i have it behind me um i'm gonna read it and then do a giveaway but you know this is what happens i get on an author and then i get sucked in and i just binge everything and i'm and i feel like i'm missing out on all these other great books but i can't stop like I did it with Cresley Cole and then Kerrigan Byrne was like hey over here and I was like oh I'm sorry and so I'm like running over to this place and like I read like I read like two Kerrigan Burns I read you know the business of blood now I'm on this one and I was just like I'm not ready to leave it yet so 
I know. It is a really comfortable world, oh, the Victorian Rebels world. And the Victorian, it's like, God, it's you just so You have to meet, because, like, those like, there's, like, a whole gang now yeah, of all the yeah. people from the first five books. Yeah. And, like, it's so comfortable. Like, you, yeah. those characters are so singular, mm -hmm. and they stay true to their characters so well that you recognize them. So good. Even if it's been, like, a year since you read the first book, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that story. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how we act. Well, something like knowing that I feel safe with the author there's just something about that where it's like, you know, kind of like you were saying, Mel, where it's like you could go to bed and not have to worry, not have your emotions played with. Like, I know that with Kerrigan, when I read her stuff, I know that Victorian Rebel series, I know the hero is going to be obsessed and he's going to just be surly and grumpy and, but he's just going to be faithful. You trust yes. her too. I yeah. think you, you know if something's going to happen, she's going to she, Yeah, it. she's going to make it's it right. Be okay. Yeah, yeah. She, I just, I totally trust her. I totally feel safe with her. And that is like, I realized the more I've like been writing and the more I've been in this genre, how important that is to me. Yeah. That it, it's really important that an author is, I feel safe and trusted with them the whole time I'm reading their books. I was surprised like how long it took for readers to even trust me though. I mean, I'm talking yeah. like 20 books in yeah. where yeah. I'd never written a, like even a whiff of infidelity yeah mm -hmm. i've always had a happily ever after and then finally kind of being like i just want to click you now because i know you're not gonna do me wrong yeah like, yeah and it takes a long yeah. time to mm -hmm. build up a reader's trust and it takes one page to yep. burn it one sentence <laughs> one sentence will bring the whole thing in. i had an author like that i know the exact author in my head where i had read like two or three of her books and i got to one and it was about a couple that um, he was engaged to someone else and they broke it off. And then he was with this new girl and he goes to, to talk to the ex and he starts, he's like, he doesn't even touch her. But the fact that he gets like turned on by her, like uh -huh. he talks about getting hard with her. And I'm like, never again. I'll, I can never, never read another one of your books. It, it was so done. Yeah. So I read a book this week called Beach Read. By Emily Henry. What is that? It's kind of like bee tree. It's it, it's what is this? yeah. It's called. <laughs> <laughs> you just made it's that a, up. <laughs> it's a no. It's a romantic comedy called Bee Tree. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's kind of like got the illustrated cover. It's in that whole like uh huh. You know, it's kind of like in, on, along the same lines of Fix Her Up. Yeah, like, yeah. Like one of one of my books in that like genre. Um, so it's it's a a romance author and a a um like a kind of like a thriller writer and they hate each other they were in college together <laughs> up, i feel like that would be really fun they, to write because they were rivals like yeah they were yeah always like trying to top each other and she thought and he and she thought that he thought romance was like this dumb frivolous yeah, thing yeah yeah and and she thought he was like a hemingway like mm -hmm. groupie whatever and so they end up both with writer's block in a be in beach houses next to each other and they kind of like they they strike up a deal and she's like you write a romance and i'll write a, a thriller a, like with no hope in it <laughs> you know yeah and so they start taking each other on field trips she like takes him to like line dancing and like a carnival and like all the romance yeah, things yeah. and he takes her to like a burned out cult <laughs> And a graveyard <laughs> and um, all these, and it's just so, it, it's so clever yeah, and so, cute. I like that. Like, it's so Tell snappy and funny. Again. Uh, Beach Read by oh, wait, Emily wait, Henry. Wait, wait, you're saying Beach 
Read. Beach. Read. Okay. Nope. That's not what I heard. <laughs> I heard, <Yeah. laughs> heard beach read. Like B-E-A-T-R-I-D-E. Beach read. Like, like oh, the name no. Beatrice. <laughs> like, okay. So like, beach, like as in sand. Okay. Okay. Read. This yeah. Like, you know, so how, like when you call something a beach read, you know, like okay. a, bo- a book. Yeah. Is a, it's a beach that's read. Yeah. perfect. That's a great title too, because people are going to search up on Amazon. What's a good beach read? Yeah. That's smart. I laughed out loud several times. Like I thought it was really snappy and funny. And um, it, uh, the hero is kind of different. He's not like my normal hero. Like he's got mental health issues sort of because of his childhood. Uh And he's like dark and stormy and like he's got problems. And she's like the sunshiny like romance author who's kind of like had a setback in her life. I love that that meme that says like the grumpy one loves the sunshine one. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I loved the shit out of it. It was great. I messaged the author, which is what I do now. I just, like, like a book, and then I just reach out. I'm like, I just was like, hey, you don't know me. What else are we doing? I mean, what the fuck (laughs) else are we doing? We might as well reach out to authors. Send us your emails at readmeromance at gmail.com. Thank you. Uh, so anyways, I loved it. It's, it's kind of on the pricey side. Like, my, like my books, like my rom-com books are 1099 and this one was 1099. So yeah, I don't know, yeah. put an, put an alert on it. Maybe if you don't want to pay that much and it'll go on sale eventually. Yeah. Yeah. For but sure. Especially if there's another book in the series. Have we, I think we talked about this before the sun, the beach read, my favorite beach read is we should do a whole episode on this. We should do just do like beach read episodes. Or a beach read recommendation episode. But mine is always, um, while I'm thinking about it, it's On the Island by Tracy Jarvis Graves. I think we've yeah. talked about that several times. But it's quick. You can read it on on in a day on the beach. It's, you know, it's about a, a castaway. It's, it's great. It's it's just the perfect little romance. So. I can't think of one off the top of my head. I'll have to think about it. I always, it's funny too. LB and I always talk about, she read Twilight at the beach. The first time she ever read Twilight. We were at the <laughs> beach together. And I kept talking to her the whole time and she's like shut the fuck up (laughs) and like angry at me that I keep interrupting this and like fuck off in your like teen vampire book whatever (laughs) and then I read it and I was like I don't know how you didn't hit me (laughs) like Uh I don't know how you didn't rip my throat out when I kept interrupting you in the greatest fuck ever I didn't talk to anybody for like three months yeah yeah and I was just like she was like you're a vampire unless you're Alice yeah and I was just like hey 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 she's like shut up (laughs) Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's play the second half of It Takes Two by Nikki Sloan, and we'll talk to you on the other side. Bye. Ben's hand slid along the length of my thigh, while Scott's fingers pressed gently into my shoulder, holding me still. His mouth carved a path, his breath steaming across my skin, all while Kimberly and the cameras watched. The air grew thick and heavy with lust. My lips parted when I turned to Ben. His black eyes pinned me in place on the edge of the bed, while Scott continued to seduce me with his wicked mouth. I tilted my head to the side to give him more room, and he took it. Fuck, he was good at that. He used both tongue and teeth on the sensitive skin just beneath my ear. A soft moan slipped from me, but both of the men must have heard it, because they acted like it was permission to go further. Ben eased my knees apart, and the pads of his fingers worked up, lifting my skirt with it. 
The thin fabric trailed and tickled softly as it went, all the way up until my pale pink lace underwear was exposed. Scott was inside the top of my dress, peeling the strap down with a firm hand. Every tiny centimeter of skin the men exposed brought me closer to the point of no return. Not that I cared anymore. Nina Quinn, the girl who couldn't get anything better than an entry-level temp job, was about to go down in flames, and Nina the porn star would rise in her place. The strap of my dress hung loose at my elbow, and cool air wafted over my breast as Scott bared it for everyone to see. My nipples had tightened to hard peaks, aching for attention. One of the guys made a sound of appreciation, but my lust-hazy mind couldn't determine which one. Ben's fingers tugged at the other strap, pulling the dress until it was a wadded rope around my arms, holding me in place. Look at those perfect tits, Ben said. You want me to suck on them? I didn't need to perform. My answer was genuine. Yes. Not yet, Nina. Scott's voice was like the devil's. We need to see all of you first. Could the microphone pick up the way he said my name like it was dirty and special? A rush of warmth spread between my legs. Show us, he commanded. It was strange. I should have felt vulnerable. But the more undressed I became, the more power flooded through me. I pushed to stand, no longer shaky on my heels, and shoved the dress down, stretching it over my hips until it was a puddle of fabric on the carpet. God damn, that's one fuckable ass, Ben said. His hand was warm on my cheek and squeezed, his rough fingers digging in. It felt good. I want to see that pussy, Nina, Scott said. Kimberly had faded behind the lights. There was just the two men and the cameras now, but I was going to put on a show. I slipped my thumbs beneath the band at my hips and methodically worked the panties down, each side at a time to tease. It was almost a growl in Scott's deep voice. Get those panties off, don't make us wait. I shuddered with excitement and stepped out, until I was naked, except for my glossy beige open-toe high heels. Ben stood up behind me, and his hands slid across my belly, one easing its way down to spread my pussy wide for the camera. The brush of his fingertips over my clit was electric. I bit down on my bottom lip, quieting my moan. Fuck, she's wet. His other hand curled around my breast, kneading it, I had to lean back against his chest for support and cling to his strong forearm. Beneath his t-shirt, Ben's heart thumped along at a gallop. Was he nervous or turned on? I pressed further into him. Oh, definitely turned on. Oh my God, I said. His fingers stirred, one long stroke down and up, then circled where it felt best. You like that, don't you? The voice just over my shoulder asked. My lips pressed into a line and I nodded quickly, 
not wanting him to stop. Every nerve ending in me was alive and firing. There was rustling as Scott climbed to his feet. His hand went over his shoulder, tugging a fistful of his shirt over his head until it was off and flung away. I inhaled sharply at the sight of his golden tan skin and the muscles rippling beneath it. My gaze followed the line of his body where his hips arrowed down into a sexy V, the best part just covered with the waistband of his boxers. It sat an inch above where his jeans stopped. I was going to burst into flames. Scott set his hand on my shoulder and urged me to turn into him. And then both men were touching me, my breasts, my ass, and the shortest strokes through my slit, torturing me. Ben's mouth found my earlobe and bit softly, but his hands were more aggressive. Sharp tugs of my nipples stole my breath. The tremble in my legs was back. It threatened to collapse me, and my palms flew forward, finding Scott's shoulders, when he dipped down so he could wrap his lips around my breast. I stared at the top of his head with glazed eyes and hung on. Ben's support was gone, so he could yank off his shirt, hurrying to keep up. I could think of worse ways to make money than being sandwiched between two incredibly hot men while they were focused on me. I mean, I couldn't think of any worse ways right now, because my brain was functioning on only a basic level, the level that was all about need and pleasure and satisfaction. They both radiated heat as they closed in. Hard chests were against me on both sides, flattening me between them. Scott's hand tangled in my hair and tugged my head back, forcing my gaze up to the ceiling, and the men descended on me like a pack, feasting on their kill. I moaned as tongues traced the curve of my neck and lips followed the line of my collarbone. All sense of what I was supposed to be doing was gone, and I allowed myself to be swept away in the sensations. Put your hands on our dicks, Scott whispered in my ear. Quiet enough, I was sure the microphone couldn't hear it. My eyelids fluttered open, and I blinked back into reality. Time to stop being so selfish. You gonna give me some hard cock, I said, my tone forced. Shit, how lame did that just sound? Ben didn't notice, or he covered for me. You better fucking believe it. Both men worked to undo their zippers as I reached to grasp them through their pants. It was awkward with my hand behind my back touching Ben, but holy shit, he was big. Scott was too, from what I could tell. I'd known I'd be working with a guy larger than average, but now a tiny part of me was freaking out. How was I going to handle two enormous cocks? Anxiety climbed higher when Scott's jeans and boxers dropped and I got my first look. It was a monster. His dick was long and thick, just like I'd expected from countless hours of watching porn, but that had been from behind the safety of my computer screen. When I stood stunned and motionless, Scott grabbed my hand and wrapped it tight around him, squeezing our hands closed. Then he began to fuck my fist. My mouth dropped open watching him. That's so fucking hot, 
I gasped, his eyes flared with approval. Ben's shorts were off, and I cupped my other hand around the fat head of his dick, stroking down the length. Oh, fuck yeah. His hips pumped, spurring me on. Scott's expression twisted with pleasure, and Ben issued a loud sigh when I gripped them tighter. Damp, hard, and throbbing skin pushed against my palms, and the heavy breathing of the men was enough to make me ache. On your knees, Nina. I stared up into Scott's sky-blue eyes as I folded one leg beneath me, then the other, resting my knees on the carpet, my grip on the men never letting up. I'd seen enough porn to know what to do. I stroked my hands in sync, down their impressive lengths, and twisted as I came back up. Without prompting, I swept my tongue over the tip of Scott's dick, and he jerked under my hold. He stared down over his sculpted body to connect with mine, and the hunger in his eyes was dangerous and enticing. I parted my lips and took him into my welcoming mouth. There was a sharp inhale from him through clenched teeth that sounded like a hiss, but was filled with satisfaction. Such a perfect sound, and it made me pause on Ben for a moment so I could hear it better. Don't fucking stop, Ben pleaded. He moaned when I resumed my jerky handjob. The girls in pornos made it look easy, but it wasn't. Concentrating on both men, while also worrying about how I looked, was exhausting. Plus, it was insane what I was doing. Something so intimate, my first time with two men, who were strangers, all in front of another stranger and a camera. How wrong was it that I liked this? No, there was something wrong with Nina the office temp. Nina the porn star had no shame. I released Scott from my mouth and tore my gaze away from him, finding Ben's, which was fixed on me. So patiently waiting your turn, I said, my voice rasping. His eyes turned an even darker shade of black, and his expression was wild, raw. Fuck, he looked good like that. His hand curled around the back of my neck and pulled me to him, slamming his cock in my mouth. There was so much force, I had to let go of Scott and put both hands on Ben's hips to slow him down. Maybe he hadn't been so patiently waiting. Yeah, suck that cock, he whispered. In videos, I wasn't a fan of the dirty talk. It felt fake and laughable. But here with Ben, it was the opposite. I believed the words that tumbled from his lips. Shit, that's good. When I had Ben's pace under control, I reached back for Scott. Butterflies fluttered in my belly when his hand took mine and guided it, which made no sense whatsoever. I'd already sucked his dick. Why had an innocent touch caused this reaction? Ben gathered my hair in his hands, keeping it out of my way and out of the shot, which was great. This was just as much his first role as it was mine. I looked up at him and wondered, what had happened at his audition? There hadn't even been a hint of stage fright today. He was in good shape. Not perfectly cut like Scott, but real. There was a different kind of sexiness in Ben's authenticity. 
I understood the hierarchy of our threesome. Scott was the top, the one controlling the scene, and I was all the way at the bottom, setting the rules. I was naturally submissive, so I had no issues with our roles. Was Ben comfortable in his? My tongue swirled and cartwheeled on his cock, and it drew a shudder from him. It was sexy. His soft moans, coupled with the subtle tightening of his hold on my hair, showed me how much I was pleasing him. I felt powerful, even on my knees. Scott's voice rang out from above. I want her sucking your cock while I lick her pussy. Oh, God, yes. Scott seized my arm and lifted me from my knees, pulling me off of Ben. Get up on the bed. It wasn't a request. The weight and authority in Scott's voice had my skin tingling and me eager to obey. He'd been talking to both of us. Ben climbed onto the bed, his naked body scurrying noisily over the sheets, and sat back against the headboard. His hard cock was clenched in a fist, pointing straight toward the ceiling, waiting for me. There was fire and lust in his eyes as I stepped out of Scott's embrace and put my knee on the bed. I crawled as seductively as I could manage across the comforter, slowly making my way to Ben. The camera and Scott behind me, I assumed, could see every naked inch of my pussy, and I hoped it looked good. Fucking shit. Ben cursed on a long breath, one of his hands going to his forehead, as I ran the edge of my tongue from base to tip of his heated, damp flesh. Then I swirled over the slit, and the parted legs around me quivered. The bed jostled as Scott joined us. His hand caressed the round curve of my ass, which was up in the air. I buried my knees and elbows into the mattress, flipped my hair over a shoulder, and wrapped my lips around Ben's dick. Scott's fingers skimmed through my pussy, feathering the softest touch. I whimpered and bobbed faster on Ben, like pleasing him would somehow earn me a reward from Scott, which I was desperate for. I needed him to touch me. I wanted him to taste me. Oh God, please. Wet velvet teased at my seam, parting me. Fuck, that tongue was going to turn me into liquid. I hollowed out my cheeks, sucking hard on the cock in my mouth, and my moan mingled to match Ben's. Scott's tongue was ruthless, fucking me out of my mind. I shifted my hips back against his face, the stubble of his whiskers gritting against the inside of my thighs. A storm of electricity swirled low in my belly, its static slashing upward as my orgasm gathered strength. Holy shit. I had to pause to catch my breath, pulling Ben from my mouth as a finger sank inside me, deep inside, stretching me. I moaned with his cock against my lips. Yes. It was hard to concentrate when all I wanted to do was enjoy. Scott's deliberate tempo and indecent tongue rattled every thought away, except for the one repeating, come, over and over. I panted, one hand gripping Ben's inner thigh and the other slowly stroking his cock, trying to stay on task. She really seems to like that, Ben said, 
throwing his smug words over my head toward the man making me insane. I moaned, loud and long, in case they needed further proof. My nails dug into Ben's skin as the orgasm closed in around me, making me search for something to hold on to. Scott's tongue fluttered on my clit, his finger driving hard and fast, hitting just the right spot. Shit, I cried. Oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm coming. Pleasure detonated inside and burst through my muscles, sending a wave of ecstasy that was so powerful I couldn't breathe. My body seized and locked up, pulsing on the finger that remained inside. A final sweep of his tongue made me flinch, the pleasure so intense it was acute and verging on pain. Ben's fingers skimmed my forehead, brushing my hair out of my eyes so he could gaze at me while I struggled to recover. Did you like coming all over his face while sucking my hard cock? I nodded and shuddered with an aftershock, lost in his eyes that were as pitch black as night. I held his stare while my shaky lips parted, slowly descending around him. The blood that rushed loudly through my ears began to slow, and I matched its languid pace, fucking Ben with my mouth. Scott's lightly calloused palm closed on my hip, gently urging me to turn. His voice was soft and surprisingly sweet. On your back, Nina. The juxtaposition of Ben's dirty words against Scott's careful ones couldn't have been more perfect. It kept the fire burning in me, even after my need for satisfaction had ebbed, hinting at a new swell on the horizon. I rolled over until the sheets were cool against the flushed, heated skin of my back, and Ben moved, tucking his knees beneath him, so both men towered over me. Being caught under their gazes was a web ensnaring my body, a power I was more than willing to submit to. Scott stood at the edge of the bed. He hooked his hands under my knees and slowly slid me across the mattress toward him, spreading my legs. I swallowed a breath. We wouldn't be using condoms for the scene. All actors had to be screened and tested twice before committing to the shoot, and I'd had to prove I was using birth control. It was as safe as the situation could be. But it didn't feel any less dangerous when Scott ran the length of his bare cock against my wet pussy. Every muscle in me tensed. Ben was in my hand, his cock growing hard as steel when Scott gripped himself and positioned his tip at my entrance, readying to take me. The man between my legs held an expression painted with desire, and he focused first on my eyes before sweeping his gaze down along my nude flesh, all the way to the tiny space separating us. Watch, Scott said. Holy fuck. The head of his cock disappeared as he slowly buried himself inside me, an uncomfortable and yet pleasurable stretch that went on forever. I gasped and arched my back, trying to watch, but the sensation was too much, too full, too good. When he was fully seated inside, he gave me a moment to adjust. Ben's fingers danced over my breast, tweaking a nipple, while his other hand urged me to stroke him faster. 
His attention seemed acutely tuned to what Scott was doing. And was there a tiny flare of envy in his dark eyes? Oh my God. I started to writhe as Scott moved his hips, grinding himself against my swollen clit. Fuck me, I whined. Please, fuck me now. The smile that flashed across Scott's lips was wicked victory, and he awarded me with his first thrust. A moan tore from my throat. Pinpricks of bliss tingled at the base of my spine as he found his rhythm, a mind-numbing pace to drive into me and rock the bed. Yeah, girl, Ben said. Fucking take that cock. I wasn't sure which he meant, because he crept closer on his knees until he was against my shoulder, setting his cock on my lips. It didn't matter. I was enjoying both men. The vibrations from Scott's thrusts reverberated up my body, and I opened my mouth, sliding my lips along Ben's thick shaft. Were the cameras able to capture a fraction of how erotic this was? Did I look good, with one man between my legs fucking me while my tits bounced, and my tongue wrapped around the cock of another man? Both of them had their hands on me then, one on each breast, massaging and pinching. My moans built in urgency. Scott's hips slammed against mine, and my fingers shot down to rub my clit, deepening my pleasure. A bead of sweat trickled down from his temple. It was hot under the lights, and hotter still from how he was fucking me, hard and deep. His chest heaved, and the air was punctuated by his gasps for breath, a byproduct of the intense physical exertion. The slide of him into my body, then out right to the edge, and plunging back in, it repeated endlessly. His hands clasped tightly around my thighs, lifting me into each of his punishing thrusts. The force of it rammed my back into the mattress. Could he feel how badly he made my legs shake? God, watching him cranked up my own desire, and I wanted this to go on forever. But it couldn't. There were two men, and no matter how I tried, I was sure my mouth and hand weren't enough to satisfy my other partner. I stared up at Ben, squeezing my hand like a vice around him. You wanna fuck this pussy? Scott pulled out and flung a finger at the bed, his gaze on Ben. Lay down so she can ride you. It took Ben no time to comply. His head hit the pillows and he stroked himself, waiting for me expectantly, while Scott helped me to my feet. But Scott's arms locked around me, smashing my body to his. At the same moment, his lips crashed against mine in a kiss. Whoa. My head spun, totally unprepared for it. Kissing, right in the middle of a scene? And only kissing? He gripped my ass while his tongue filled my mouth, claiming every inch, like he was possessing me. And the strangest thing of all about the impromptu kiss was the passion behind it. It felt honest, needy. My eyes had to be impossibly wide as Scott drew away from my lips, one hand cradling my jaw, and his thumb brushed tenderly over my cheekbone. Well, there were my weak knees again. The corner of his mouth lifted in a disarming smile.
You okay? He whispered. Yeah. My voice wavered, though. I wasn't sure how to vocalize what I needed. Can I have more? Surprise washed over his handsome face, and the corner of his mouth twitched. He forced me to turn in his arms, pulling me back against his sweat-dampened chest. And there was nowhere else to look but at the man lying prone on the bed, waiting for me. Scott whispered against the shell of my ear. If it gets to be too much, tell me to make you come, and I'll know you want to stop. He released his hold at the same moment Ben offered a hand to me. Scott's words echoed in my mind as I climbed on the bed. His concern over the next part of the scene, his genuine kiss, did he know what he was doing to me? Ben grinned as I took his hand and climbed into his lap, positioning myself over him. He braced my hips and gently urged me down, his cock intruding. Oh, fuck yes. The muscles along his jaw flexed like he was clenching his teeth. Get that pussy on me. I gasped when he pulled down and impaled me on his hard dick. He didn't give me time to catch my breath. The hands rocked my hips, guiding me to ride. I sat upright, palmed my breast, and then began to fuck him. This was more of what I had expected, a show, although it felt far better than I'd thought it would. When his hand crushed my other breast, I arched my back and moaned, embellishing the performance. Yeah, so fucking good, he moaned. Ben's mouth was open, and he sucked in air while his black eyes seemed to study me, evaluating every reaction I made to his movements. His legs were spread and feet flat against the mattress, so he could thrust up into me like a piston. I rode him like that for a while, until I was panting and needed to adjust. So I leaned forward, putting my palms flat on Ben's chest for leverage, and his legs relaxed, giving me room to work. But a hand came down against my ass, causing me to jolt. It hadn't hurt, but the surprise of it made me pause and turn to Scott, a tiny yelp falling from my lips. He'd vanished from the scene when I'd gotten on top, but now he sat beside us on the bed. His palm remained against my cheek, and the burn lingered, but he rubbed it softly. You're right he said to the other man. She does have a fuckable ass. Scott's fingers skated over my skin, dipping down between my cheeks, and even though I'd implied it, my heart lurched in my chest. There was a clear squeeze bottle in his other hand, lube. The pads of his fingers probed as he seemed to gauge my comfort level with anal. The orgasms it gave me were epic, but I'd never had full double penetration. I was excited and nervous, but I had a way out if I needed it. This had been what Scott meant when he'd whispered in my ear. Ben's cock was throbbing inside me, and I continued to squirm on it while Scott moved to kneel behind me. His fingers lifted my cheek to the side, and cold liquid dripped down, gliding through my crevice. There was a thump as the bottle fell to the bed, and the fingers of both of Scott's strong hands fanned out on my ass, 
then curled, digging in. He urged me to ride faster, which I did. I gripped at Ben's sweaty chest as I kept up the fast pace, and one of Scott's hands began to move, creeping inward. Two fingers glided to my center and pressed firmly on my other entrance. Oh, I cried when he gained access. It was shocking and dirty, and my eyes wanted to roll back into my head from how good it felt. Ben wrapped his hands on my biceps, bracing me. You look like you need another cock inside you. God, Ben's mouth turned me on. The muscles inside my pussy clenched on him, and I watched his pupils dilate in reaction. His face had a faint sheen of sweat and lust. Yes, I moaned, barely intelligible. It was indecent, fucking one man while another possessed me this way, and it felt better than anything ever. Scott's other hand went to my shoulder, and the fingers in my ass retreated. Seconds later, the tip of his cock was right there. He squeezed his hold, fingers brushing my jaw, and I looked over my shoulder at him, filled with anxiety. The lights cast a glow around him, but I could see well enough. He looked fucking gorgeous, but his expression was serious. Deep breath and don't move. Beneath me, Ben went rigid. Scott's hand on my shoulder coursed down over my trembling back, following the line of my spine, until it moved to settle on a hip. He seemed to be waiting for something. I filled my lungs with air, and only then did he start to press into me. Oh, 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 oh my God. It was a burning, stretching sensation, one I wasn't entirely sure I liked. I felt overwhelmed, full beyond reason. Scott's gaze never left mine as he pushed deeper into my ass. I was sure he was expecting any second for me to tell him to make me come. Jesus, Ben groaned. Even without movement, he seemed to be enjoying it. His fingers bit into my arms, distracting me from my discomfort. Fuck, Scott's cock was huge. My body was shuddering violently, but... Fuck, I spat out, unable to find any other word, because Scott began to move and sensations shifted. Displeasure turned on its side and tumbled into enjoyment. My curse word was a starting pistol on the men. Scott's hands clamped on my waist, and he withdrew, only to sink back into me. The fiery body beneath me stretched up, pushing inside with slow, shallow strokes. Yes, I cried. Scott moved a little faster, a little deeper, finding a tempo. He lifted his foot and placed it flat on the mattress to give him a better stance. Yes, 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 I chanted it speeding my rhythm as Scott did his. It's so fucking tight. Ben's eyes slammed shut and his mouth rounded as he exhaled loudly. Oh, fuck. I'd never felt so dominated. These men using my body simultaneously for their pleasure, but also mine. I fucking loved it. My moans built in a crescendo until they bordered on screams, but I'd lost all control. 
I hovered right at the edge as Ben's body rubbed my clit, filled my pussy, and Scott fucked my ass, sending my nerves into overdrive. An inferno of need and heat smothered me, and my fingers clawed at the sheets, gripping them furiously. Scott's hands clamped on my waist and clenched so hard it was at the edge of pain. But his movement held the same effect his tongue had given me earlier. Only one thought, one need in my mind. Come, come, come. That was when the orgasm took me. My heart stopped, my breath stuck in my lungs, and for a moment, I couldn't vocalize how good it felt. My ability to do anything was obliterated. A final thrust from Scott restarted me, and I screamed in ecstasy. The shattering, falling apart sensation stormed through my bloodstream, and bliss thundered behind it, wiping everything out. I collapsed forward, burying my face into the side of Ben's neck, breathing him in. He smelled faintly of pine and sweat and sex. Both men continued to drive into my spent body. Only the muscles beneath me were tense. Ben's hand lay gently around my throat, his signal that he was close. Scott jerked me, pitching me to the right, flinging me on my back. He loomed above, stroking himself furiously, and the thick muscle of his arm flexed as he pumped. It was quite the view. Ben scrambled onto his knees beside me, jerking himself, angling his cock at my tits. He only lasted a few seconds before he gasped, and his hand slowed. Here it fucking comes. Ribbon after ribbon struck me, thick and hot. His long moans filled the set, and I watched, mesmerized. Seeing someone else come was erotic and fascinating. His hand clutched tight, and he sat back on his heels, almost as if admiring his work. My gaze naturally went to the other man, who was still pumping. I lifted up on my elbows to watch better. Should I touch him? Would he let me? No. Tension pinched Scott's shoulders together, and his back bowed. His breath left him in a sharp burst, and his free hand curled into a fist. His cum shot out in spurts, flicking onto my belly, wave after warm wave. He slowed to a stop and threw himself forward, planting his hands on the mattress on either side of my head. He lowered down so his lips were a breath away. He'd brought himself 95% of the way. It was up to me to do the rest. So I reached up behind his head, clenched a fistful of hair, and drew him down into my kiss. Time came to a halt when his mouth was on mine. His tongue slipped past my lips, sliding over mine, as if savoring my taste. I was vaguely aware when Ben took my hand in his and laced our fingers together. It was an intimate gesture, made more so when he lifted our joined hands and kissed the back of my palm. It was quiet and peaceful. Wow, a female voice said. That was fabulous, you guys. Scott straightened back from me, his expression pleased. Was it from Kimberly's comment, or that I had kissed him? I wanted it to be the latter. Whenever you're ready, she continued, 
I'll have your checks at my desk. Bathroom's right through the door to the left. She went. The overhead lights clicked off and faded to dark, leaving the room only lit by the lamps on the end table. It made everything feel real and, oh God, I was sticky. And what the fuck had I just done? It was like Scott could sense the panic rising in me. He stood swiftly from the bed and heavy footsteps carried him away. A faucet ran, sounds of hands being washed came from the next room, and I turned my blank stare to Ben. He was sitting up, still clasping my hand. His thumb brushed back and forth in a comforting gesture. You did awesome, he said. I was so nervous. You were? I blinked. I couldn't tell. Scott reappeared, holding a damp washcloth, and he approached the bed. That's cold, I cried as he began to rub it on me. Sorry. But he continued to wipe the wet terry cloth against my skin, cleaning the evidence of what we'd done. Yet another unexpected gesture from him. Wasn't he supposed to bolt now that we'd finished? The bed shifted when Ben climbed off. He padded into the bathroom and shut the door, leaving Scott and me alone. I felt more vulnerable now with him, which was fucking ridiculous. He set the washcloth beside me on the bed as I sat up, and his expression changed to one that looked odd. The confident professional porn star appeared off balance. Kimberly should have told you. I shrugged, unsure what to say or how to feel. I had a great time. Good, that's good. Was he nervous? He combed a hand through his hair, and when it came down, it fell to rest comfortably on my thigh. I stared at him, puzzled. His palm against my skin felt nice, but also confusing. There weren't cameras to perform for. Was Scott, was he into me? Nina. My name in his voice wasn't playing fair. The room was suffocating and hot under his intense stare. I wanted to melt into him. But at that second, the bathroom door swung open, breaking the spell of the moment. Ben strolled to his clothes and began to get dressed. Seriously, guys, he said, tugging a leg into his cargo shorts. You both were great. I'd love to work with either one of you again. Yeah. Scott broke my gaze and went to my wad of clothes. Same here. By the time I was standing, he was beside me, dropping my dress in my hands and urged me toward the bathroom. Behind the closed door, I cleaned up quickly and tried to assemble my thoughts, but also didn't want to waste time. Curiosity about Scott ate at me. I needed to catch him before he left, because I wasn't ready for my time with him to be over. I blew out a quiet sigh of relief when I spotted him standing by Kimberly's desk. It looked like Ben had already gone, but Scott lingered, chit-chatting with her. Your check, she said, thrusting the paper at me. You better believe you'll be hearing from me again. You two were on fire. I took the check and risked a glance at Scott. His expression was unreadable, 
but it made my heart race all the same. Don't worry, she added, looking up at him with a teasing smile. I won't tell Kendall about the kissing. She winked at me. Kendall's his girlfriend. My blood turned to slush in my veins, and I couldn't stop the accusing tone. You have a girlfriend? He glared at Kimberly. No, we broke up two months ago. Her face filled with shock, and then she had what looked like an epiphany. You know, I wondered why you guys weren't doing as many scenes together. She shrugged and, oh well. Can I walk you out? He asked. Oh, good lord. Weak knees and high heels were a terrible combination, and my car was a long way across the parking lot. Five whole spots. How the hell was I going to make it? I nodded slowly. It was still warm, even though the sun was setting. My shoes clip-clopped on the broken pavement as I pointed out my piece-of-shit car. I'd spent so much of the day being nervous, I no longer had a filter. You shot porn with your girlfriend? Ex-girlfriend, but yeah, sometimes. Sometimes with other people. I couldn't wrap my head around it. She didn't mind you sticking your dick in other women? Not really. It didn't bother me when she worked with other guys. I'm not the jealous type, and it's acting. Oh. He probably had no idea, but his comment stung. I'd foolishly thought there'd been more than just acting between us. When we reached my car, he stopped and put his hands on his hips facing me. Sex on screen with other people is okay. It's just about money and getting off. But kissing someone else, that's different. Kimberly's teasing replayed in my mind. Kissing meant something to Scott, a connection possibly more intimate than sex. You kissed me. A slow smile dawned on his lips. Yeah, more than once. Butterflies and jelly knees. God, was I a teenager? He closed the distance between us, setting one hand on the small of my bag and the other on my cheek. I'm going to kiss you again, and then you're going to come home with me. I was thrilled, but I tried to play it cool. That's presumptuous. It's a fact, Nina. I shivered. Oh, really? Really. There's an enormous puddle of coolant under this car. It's not going anywhere. Oh, no. I glanced down, and a puddle of purple-green fluid reflected back at me. Scott was absolutely right. My bottle of coolant in the back seat was almost empty. There was no way I'd make it back home. I opened my mouth to say something, although I wasn't sure what, but he cut me off. His lips sealed over mine, kissing me with complete abandon. I balled my fists into his shirt, greedy for the contact. It did feel far more intimate than anything else we'd done. He took my hand in his and tugged me toward his car on the opposite side of the lot. This works out better all around, he said. How 
exactly does my POS car needing a new radiator work out better? I muttered. He unlocked his car and pulled open the passenger door for me. I have a friend who just opened a new club, and I know he'd love to meet you. How do you feel about being tied up or blindfolded during sex? My brain stumbled over his question. It's fine, I guess. I haven't really done it. You haven't? His tone was pleasantly surprised. The girls at Joseph's Club make a ton of money. Triple that check in your purse. I froze. Triple a week? A night. Nina, the office temp, died from shock. Scott, I need a favor. He gazed at me as if reading my thoughts. You want me to blindfold you and tie you up and see if you're into it? He laughed at my serious expression. Oh, you will be. But don't worry, we can do it anyway, just to be sure. I grinned and got into his car. This has been It Takes Two by Nikki Sloan. Read for you by Leah Holland. listeners let's was it was it too hot for this podcast i know we're gonna put a poll up in uh in headquarters and you can vote was it too hot for the podcast yes or yes (laughs) those are your only options or yes you definitely go you got to go get more nikki sloan oh my god everybody's gonna be clamoring for it after this she's got a ton of books like mel put links to her books on our on readmeromance.com she's got i mean i'm looking at it right now we're posting all um, week on social media so make sure you check out um our instagram page or facebook page all the links will be on there clickable links on facebook and on instagram go to our bio go to the quick links everything's there it'll take you right to it yes I think that's all. Go, yeah, Filthy Rich Americans. Go check out The Doctor. You can pre-order The Pool Boy, which is like, I've always wanted to write a Pool Boy book. (laughs) (laughs) So she beat me to it. Yeah, go check out Nikki Sloan. And we'll be back next week with Ella Maven. She is a paranormal, um, she writes aliens. And aliens. So that'll be a fun way to wrap up season six. Okay. Wait, I can't believe it's already the end of season six coming up. No. Jesus no. Christ. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Leah, tell them what to do. Fuck your day up. Make say your bitch. Don't be a dick. Bye. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. You could take a look in a book, that's fine. Or you could sit back, relax, and unwind and read.